You said we're gonna do something to your brain. Pew Pew Bonnie McGrew Cuthbert Diddle is Dead Air 2. I've been practicing. Uh, welcome. This week, Christina and I are talking about Reddit, jury duty, Apple Vision, that's Google that glasses. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Boris Johnson. Ooh, we're in for an exciting time, perhaps. You also wrote tea. I did write tea. Well, do you want to start on tea? If you want to. I mean, uh, just had some tea. It was a very quick thought about tea. What's your thought about tea? Uh, Christina has started buying fruit tea. Fruity tea. It's That's nice. It. Yeah. It's nice. There's no caffeine in it. No. So I, I was kind of thinking, like, well, people have pine tea. Pine needle tea. Mm -hmm. That's like an ancient thing. Mm -hmm. And I was just thinking that if there wasn't an abundance of pine trees, you could possibly, you know, package that and sell it for three ninety nine, but because there is, no one would buy it. No one's well, going to buy some pine about, needles. Well, you're wrong about that because people spend like twenty dollars a pound on pine nuts. Which yeah, you can also just go find. But I think it doesn't happen every year. Like they only like every so many years, pine trees drop. Pine nuts. Pine nuts with like pine nuts in them. Yeah. Yeah. But right. Okay. Well. Good idea for a side gig, though. Go to a pine forest and start collecting pine nuts. Wasn't Wasn't there a walnut tree? in question at some point. Someone's walnut tree. Someone who maybe is related to you uh, had a walnut tree that they realized was worth like 50 grand, mm -hmm. but it's like two inches over into government property. Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah and it's grandma. like, how can we finagle yeah. that? How can we possibly, how could this blow into my, grandma, my yard? She has like a massive walnut tree on the edge of her property, but it's just into the government land, so. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. yeah, it probably is worth a lot. Yeah, because in Kentucky, uh, people have plots of land that are surrounded by minefields. Minefields. Yeah. Yeah. And we call it the Army Corps of Engineers. Yeah. I don't. What do they even want that land for? Um, it's I just don't, historically there. I don't know. Right? I mean, it's really close to the dam, so I don't know. And I'm pretty sure that's all theirs, and they maintain it. Yeah, I don't know. Right. Okay. Well, that leads me to uh, Gunnersbury Park. I remember one of the stipulations of how they would do the hedgerows. Uh, I think was, uh, you cannot have, Gunnersbury Park is a big park in London. There was something back in the day, uh, like 10 years ago, where there was some rule about, like, they couldn't have their hedges too high in case you put an AA gun there. What? Or, the, or, you, or they couldn't be too low. I can't remember if it was for AA guns or against AA guns. Something to do with guns. It was either, like, we don't want people, we don't want enough space that people could put an object to shoot down an aircraft there, or we do want that. Where was this? Gunnersbury Park. It's in, like, West London. Oh, it's okay. a big park. Right. Hmm. Interesting. Have we lost them? Tea. Well, that's, that's, all, that's all you had about tea? Just, just, you know... How many cups of tea do you drink in a day? Four. That's about right. Yeah. Sometimes. Do you count top-ups? Because in that case, well, it's like eight. Yeah, but I only top up that fruity tea. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. And I only drink that out of contempt. <laughs> uh -huh. That's what it sounds like when you're like, can I have a blueberry? That's how I talk, yeah. yeah that's blueberry. <laughs> yeah, Twitter. All right, so let's start the actual video. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, jury duty. Um, a series Body. on Amazon. Not that one. Which, incidentally, we did watch the Polly Shore jury duty, duty like, um, like a month ago. Mm -hmm. Just because it was free somewhere, and I was like, oh, Polly Shore, this will be a laugh. Yeah. It wasn't. 
Yeah. It was, but maybe not always in the way it was intended. I don't know. Um, should we do a quick summary of that jury duty? Not that it matters. Um, Paulie Shaw decides to disrupt the judicial process yeah. uh, because he's lonely. Um, because he lives in his mom's trailer and doesn't work and she feeds him and then she's leaving to like go to Las Vegas and get married. Uh -huh. So he gets a jury duty summons and then he realizes they put him in a hotel and feed him. So he just tries to like delay the process wherever possible so he can keep staying in a nice hotel. So that's the story of something we're not talking about. Yeah. Jury duty. Yes, jury duty. Explain um, that. Okay. A series on Amazon, on Prime Video, you're supposed to call it. Uh, you don't mean to call it Amazon? No, I remember when we were looking at stuff for Collaborator, they have like all these stipulations. You cannot say it's on Amazon Prime Video. You have to say just Prime Video, very specific. Why? Um, branding. branding, well obviously branding, yeah. but, but why? Like... I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, we're already getting off topic. Um, so Jury Duty series on Prime Video, um, it is... A, it's described as a mockumentary comedy. Mm -hmm. um, so there's one real guy uh, on a jury full of just actors, and the entire courtroom is like nothing but actors and the plaintiff and defendant and everything. Um, it's basically like a like punked, but it, I'd say it's more like if you had The Office, but not even Tim like. Uh sort of a slightly more ancillary character was not in on it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it was very Like, they could have completely eliminated Ronald, who's the yeah. the guy who doesn't know what's going on. And they, I mean, not saying they should have, but they could have cut him out and made a yeah. sort of okay well, sitcom. I was saying that to you when we were watching it, when I was, I was like, um, you know, this almost feels like they wrote, like, an office-style mockumentary and then we're like, what if we put a guy in there who's not an actor? Yeah, Wouldn't but that be fun. But if they did that, then they didn't write four episodes. Uh, they didn't write eight episodes. They wrote like four because there's a lot of like mm -hmm. dead air in it. Yeah, the the there's there's a lot of whole episodes where you know Ronald, the guy who doesn't know what's going yeah. on, and he does look like Mac. Uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, here heretofore referred to as Mac. Mac. Well, um, well, who's Mac? Ronald McDonald. Yeah, but what's his name? Rob McElhenney. Rob McElhenney. It's not one yeah. word. Rob McElhenney. Shut up. So, <laughs> yeah, he kind of does look like him. Um, and yeah, they're... Not Paul. They're... Paul. Paul. <laughs> yeah. There are, like, whole episodes where there's, like, very little of him. Um, where, mm. like, they get his reactions to stuff, but it's much more like an office-style, scripted... Yeah. You know, mockumentary style. Everyone else around him is very scripted. Yes. And they've mm -hmm. got all these plans, it shows us in the last episode, of mm -hmm. if he, if something happens and he decides to react this way, we'll do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all these, like, plans for... Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, the actual case that they're on, it's, like, uh, a guy goes to work at, like a, like, a textile company, and according to the plaintiff, the owner of the company, this guy... Um, came to work like drunk and high and destroyed some equipment mm -hmm. and printed a bunch of wrong t-shirts mm -hmm. um, and she's suing him for like a million dollars or whatever. Yes, and you also forgot that he um, passed out, they said. They said. He passed out underneath the, the equipment printing t-shirts 
and as t-shirts were like piling on top of him and he was like, oh, mm -hmm. uh, he shit and pissed himself. Well, the, the they said pissed at first, but then that became a point of contention for the jury. Was what did they mean by bowels? Was it a poo-poo or a pee-pee? <laughs> There's a lot of that. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because the way the show is set up makes it seem like, um, they kind of set it up like, you know, you can kind of see behind the American judicial process, but no, you can't. Um, there's all kinds of stuff that just doesn't work that way. And it was interesting because they had to find a guy for their, um, non-actor who would Ronald. be like... The subject, really. A nice, yeah, the subject. Uh, you know, nice guy, yeah. well-meaning. But not the sharpest knife in the drawer, so he doesn't catch on to what's going on. Well, I'm sorry, we couldn't go to university for a semester. <laughs> um, well, it just seems so like to study obvious, but I don't know. It is yoga. That's right. Yeah, but it is L.A., so maybe that's how it worked out. Like, yeah, there's weird people here. You know, like this seems normal to me. Maybe you mean his reaction? His, to yeah, it. his reaction to everything. Because there's some really ridiculous stuff that that is funny. Um, yeah, you know the chair pants, you know. I mean, I don't know. I yeah, guess... no, there's funny bits in it. One yeah. of the characters wears crutches for... I mean, he basically plays an autistic person, or caricature of. Mm, he's, like, really into technology. Yeah, like, and yeah. doesn't really, you know, understand mm. why people are, like, what are you doing, and mm. all of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's funny, yeah, he has pants that have crutches on the back so he can sit anywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is, yeah, it's funny, and yeah. it's just, um, well, we had mixed feelings about it. Yeah, we had mixed feelings. I, I definitely did. After the first episode, uh, we were like, hmm, you especially were like, I don't want to watch this. This is lame. It does sound like me. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was like, well, let's try it. And then we kind of got into it a little more mm -hmm. as some of the episodes went on. Like, okay, this is making me laugh, like, every episode, which I can't say for every comedy. You know, I got some laughs, you know, every one. Yeah. Um, and there were characters I liked. I like yeah. Ken. Mm -hmm. I like Bob. I think her name was Barbara, the old woman. Yeah, you really like the old lady. I like every time, brilliant. every time you she talked, you were like, oh. <laughs> yeah, seriously, make a film around her. Yeah, just, just doing stuff. Yeah, you said that by the end. She needs her own TV show. Yeah, like playing that character. Yeah, her own TV show. Like I can't remember. I, th I think Barbara was her character's name. I don't know the actor's name. Mm -hmm. But yeah, just have like an episode of like Barbara has a problem with the laundrette. Yeah, I'd watch that. The coin eats her yeah. thing. And then by the end of the episode, she's accidentally got high yeah. with a group of people at yeah. the back. She was very funny. She like, thought she was smoking weed, but it was like meth. And yeah. now she's like folding everything. And... She kept getting in trouble with the judge early on for falling asleep in the jury box. She wasn't falling asleep. She was just looking down. She was just closing her eyes for a minute. Yeah. yeah. Um, kept getting in trouble. And then the judge is like, you better have two cups of coffee over break. And she's like, comes back and talks to Ronald. And she's like, I got a cookie. It's got... What'd she say? It has sativa and amphetamine. <laughs> and uh, then when it she was comes... dextrine. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. like an anti-narcolepsy. And then she comes back to the jury box and is like clapping. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there was some funny stuff. Um, Do you like clapping on aeroplanes? What? Do you like clapping at the end of... I heard you. Oh, in the movie. Is that what you're talking about? What, the movie clapping you... on aeroplanes? What are you talking about? That Wes Anderson movie. Uh, no, when the aeroplane lands successfully and you haven't, you know, all been consumed by a fireball, you, you clap for the pilot at the end. Is that what they do? Yep. 
basic etiquette. Okay. I have to take you for your word because I haven't been on a plane since I was like five. And if no one is clapping, you should clap like really loudly at people and like look at them. Mm, yeah, they love like, that. Yeah. Come on. What do you? What did you do? Yeah, have a wink. I saw it. Yeah, they love it. They love it. Yeah. Dead air. Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, jury duty. <coughs> so, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was funny, and Ronald seems nice. You know, he just seems nice. And, and he, like, you say he's not the sharpest tool. I think he, I, I describe him more as naive. Yeah, I think that that's accurate. I mean, I don't yeah. know how old he was, or is. 20s. Well, yeah, I mean, like, he, no offense, I mean, who am I to talk, but he's got this, like, haircut, which really, for me, obfuscated his age. Because mm -hmm. yeah. it's... Yeah. It's kind of like an old man haircut, but he wasn't an old man. Mm -hmm. Sort of like an old man who was like, back in my day, it was all about getting a tattoo on yourself in the Navy, and I'm going to wank over that. I'll just stop saying wank. Yeah. Um, um, so, Ronald, age undetermined. Mid-twenties. Um, he was just naive, but he got really into... Yeah, once they really got into deliberations, he yeah. was like, you know, and especially even a little earlier than that, too, he was like actually into getting to the truth of the case because... They set it up where, you know, obviously you have the crew and, you know, the writing and everything kind of directing him in this way, but they kind of set up little clues that the story that the business owner, the plaintiff, um, uh, was telling may not have been true. And he gets into, like, actually trying to find out if this guy's guilty. Um, which yes. is interesting, because at the beginning, like, all the jurors are talking about, like, Ronald included, um, like, the plaintiff, yeah, like, she looks really well put together and confident and... He looks like, you know, a schlub. With but, his long but that's hair less and... meaningful when that is scripted. Yeah, I know. That's a problem that we persistently had with it is yeah. that, you know, we kept saying kind of early on, if you want to do this whole, like, a comedy, but also kind of peek behind how juries work. Because it was kind of trying to do that. It was yeah. kind of trying to do that. But I think you need more than just Ronald yeah. in order to pull that off in terms of real people on the jury. Because yeah. if you had, like, four or five people, then you might actually, like, get a sense of... Um, you know, what a jury... Prejudices and like, biases. Prejudices and their, th their way of thinking. But not really, because they would still be selected from people who are willing to go on TV, so... Yeah, I don't think we, we've we even got to why we had a problem with it. Oh yeah, we're not there yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Basically what happened was this guy thought he was doing jury duty, compulsory jury duty, mm -hmm. um, and that... Someone was also filming a TV show or a documentary about this is a unfettered access to mm -hmm. the judicial process, a normal trial. Usually we don't see cameras in the jury room where they're deliberating, but this time we will. Mm -hmm. He thought it was that. They sold yeah. him on that. And then they sequester the jury. Mm -hmm. Again, he thinks that's like he's legally compelled now. Mm hmm to stay in. Yeah. He's like, I had to look up what sequester means. Yeah, like, and, and, then, do, and then he found out that means I have to stay in a hotel and not mm -hmm. talk to anyone and not watch the news mm -hmm. or not look stuff up on the internet or whatever for two weeks. And he thought that that was legally binding. Mm-hmm. And then they let like, him go out to bars that, and stuff. Does anyway. that not have, is that not like in a legal gray area where he was like, yeah. he thought he was being legally compelled then well, without, to stay in the hotel, and he wasn't because none of it was yeah. real. What, so is that not kind of kidnapping? Uh, deceptive, perhaps, yeah. Well, it's definitely deceptive. I mean, without knowing the contract that he signed and exactly what it says, it's hard to say, but this is where we had more of an issue is, you yeah. know, when we get to, there's eight episodes, yeah. right? Uh, at the end of episode seven, 
after they've delivered the verdict, the judge reveals to Ronald that um, everybody else is an actor and none of this is real. Um, we've all been lying to you for three weeks. These people that you thought were your friends, they're all fake. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to give you $100,000. Yeah. 60 after tax. Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Unless he has haircutting related business expenses. And or... he's kind of horrified. Yeah, you can see when he's when it's revealed, he's like, what? You know, um, yeah. and you can see him like trying to take it completely in good faith. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure, you know, here's $100,000. That's definitely part of why like, they picked okay, him cool. is he's kind of relaxed and... Yeah. Because yeah. he could have gone mental. And they make a big deal, the judge does, in this reveal about, like, you did the right thing always, and we think that you're a hero, and um, this is all about you, and everybody claps. Um, and, yeah, but you can still see, like, because then they go into the, the last episode's, like, a behind-the-scenes thing, where they're taking him back to, like, their hidden mm -hmm. studio and showing, showing where all the hidden cameras it. are and stuff like that, explaining how they did it. And he still has this, like, look of shock. And he's know? still asking the And he's still actors. nice, but he's still, yeah, he keeps asking people, like, was like, that real? Was that story so real? So were you really into technology? Like, no. Yeah. I'm an actor. Yeah, oh. and it, it was just a bit... And he made friends with some of them, yeah. you know, and... Yeah, I think that rubbed both of us a little bit the wrong way at the end. It, it was exploitation. Yeah. And, like I was saying to you, I'd have wanted way more than a hundred grand for that. Um, oh, I would, yeah. I mean, before I even left the... Like that conversation with the judge, be like, let's talk two fifty. I'm telling you, I'd be like, you know, you 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 got me locked in. You don't want me to say any of this. Mm -hmm. You got me locked in. Sure, I've signed this contract. That apparently, apparently, you've allowed to like pretend to sequester me. Mm -hmm. I, we'll see what a fucking lawyer thinks about that. Mm -hmm. uh, but that can all go away. Million. Let's start at million. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who knows after they stop recording when... Even happening. if you got me locked in, even if there's no legal recourse, I'll go on TV and I'll say these people tricked me. Mm -hmm. yeah. Unlike that. Yeah. Oh, and we didn't even mention um, one of the best parts of the series that actually added a lot. Uh, James Marsden is one of the jurors. Cyclops. Cyclops from the Brian Singer X-Men movies. Uh, also, he's in the Sonic movie. He plays himself um, because it takes place in L.A. And it's hilarious. He's constantly like... He's basically playing himself as like a douchebag actor. A like, desperate one as well. Trying to get out of it constantly. He's constantly telling people like, did you know I was in Sonic? <laughs> you know, and stuff like that. Who was he in Sonic? He was the main character in the Sonic movies, in both of them. We watched Sonic. them. He was Sonic? No, not Sonic, the main human character. I thought that was, um, Star-Lord. No. Man, they all look the same to me, all these white people. They ears. do look kind of similar, yeah. I mean, those two do look a little similar. They've all got, like, the ver the same L.A. tan. Like, I don't know, have you ever heard people say, like, oh, I can tell that tan's from Saint-Tropez, or whatever, mm -hmm. like, it's a different tan. I don't know if it's true. Oh, I can tell you've got a real... Sounds like nonsense. I can tell you've been on safari, you've got a real bush tan. And do you have a farmer's tan or not? You know, those are the only tans I can distinguish between. The tan of somebody that works... I've got the same the tan, tan as Dale from... Chills. Um... But, um... Beverly Hill, Beverly King of the Hills, King of the Hill, Beverly Hill, Dale. You want to try again? What's next? Okay. Are we done on jury duty? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what else there's to say, just James Marsden was very funny in it. Yeah, um, I, I thought the acting was funny, all the characters yeah. were funny. Yeah, I mean... It, it wasn't mean or anything, but it was... It, but it did feel deceptive, yeah. Yeah, so, yes. Yeah, I mean, mixed yeah. feelings, but it was fun. I don't regret watching it. It, it felt immoral. Yeah, it did feel immoral, especially yeah. by the end. I mean, yeah, definitely should have paid more than 100000
But even then... Mm. Even then, yeah. If they'd have come in at a million, I'd have been like ten. <laughs> yes, I'm sure you would. They paid him a hundred grand. They, they were doing it for at least twelve days. They, were they, they said it was like three weeks. Three weeks? Yeah. How, they must have done another couple of uh, you know, weeks of rehearsal before that. Yeah, and they so started, did, they... did James Marsden get paid a hundred grand for doing six weeks of work? Yeah, I don't know. Did he? Yeah. Maybe he did. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? But yeah, it was very funny though. They're like, they're like doing a tour of the factory, and James Marsden like, do we lose Cyclops? And he's like pretending to be a working man inside. Fucking with he, people's he's punch trying, cards. And, he's like, yeah. I gotta clock out, and like just sitting in like a um, like a forklift. Yeah. yeah, I remember. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah. Well, they may not know. God. Well, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Would you recommend anybody check it out? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, what's it on Prime? Yeah. I mean, it's free if you've got Prime, so and if you've yeah. got some time to kill, you know, yeah. watch anything. Watch Peppa Pig if you've got nothing else to do. I, I was thinking, like, a rainy Sunday afternoon. Where you're you doing know, something else. Where you're, yeah, where you're shining the billiard balls. Yeah, doing something else. It's Yeah, it was all right. But it did make me a little mm at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, nah. All right. Yeah, I think that's it. Mm -hmm. Um... Next on the list, we have Apple Vision Pro. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, Apple Vision Pro. What did they say? $3,500? $3,500 for complete integration. Yeah. Um, Were you not impressed by the, the phone that they've put around it? Yeah, I know, the, the commercial, like, it's got foam. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Wow. I hope so. Yeah, I mean, all the, all that I kept thinking about, like, reading about this was Google Glass, mm -hmm. which was just literally, like, glasses with, like, a little thing on it, and nobody wanted to wear that because it made you look like a fucking dork. Yeah. But people are going to wear this giant thing around their head. I don't know. But it wasn't, okay, so what, before we get on to why you hate it, why, what is it? Um... The computer <laughs> computer screen for your face. It's a, you it's can, a uh, VR headset. Next, yeah, VR you know, headset. Next generation. Yes, you can. Game changing. They were showing like you can see. It'll be like watching, uh, you know, one of your favorite movies on like a giant screen. It'll simulate that. You know, like who's gonna wear this? I don't know how much it weighs, but it looks not comfortable. I'm not wearing that to watch a movie. And like anytime you move your, I don't know. It just seems weird. Like if you, what if I want to reach for a tea? You know. You can see through it. Yeah, just look but at it and that just... And it can project a big TV when you don't have a TV. Mm -hmm. And that'll stay there. So you can look You can look for your tea, get your tea, and then look back. Mm -hmm. Right. Will I be able to make a bacon sandwich yeah. while watching movies? It'd be better for well, that, that because dangerous. you won't get splatter on your face. You can get oil spitting at you. Foam. It's got foam. It's, it does have foam. It's got foam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what else were they saying about it? Um, dead air. Yeah, watch movies and drunk, I guess. Yes, and um, apps are in 3D now. Mm -hmm. yeah. And stuff like that. And and uh, you're uh, forgetting, uh, one of the things they mentioned in their uh, preview thing, I have your full attention, right? Yeah, do you not remember? They said that for like their virtual world, that the headset is going to scan your face. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I hope it's like, scan your face like Sims 1, 
type when you could scan your face and put it on a mm -hmm. Sims and it's got like mm -hmm. and you know just like two planes for the face but your eyes like stretched over it I mean will anybody use that like I feel like a lot of people that want to have like an avatar and not people are not, yeah, are not, are not millions and millions themselves. of people using the metaverse right now like as robots and unicorns and things they're all anime girls I'm pretty sure <laughs> and big titty big avatars, avatars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so I don't know. I mean, I think that something like I just feel like we're not there yet to where that's at a place where it can actually one um, be unique and innovative enough to where it can actually replace something else. I, I suppose that you know trying to explain what it is sort of reveals that it's not really that innovative. It's not really solving a problem. Yeah, like a phone would. Like that's a good that's a good invention. I can have a little computer mm. with me at all times. Yeah, you wrote I can play down, games on it and stuff. You wrote down refinement, not innovation. Yeah, it's like a refined VR headset. I mean, I know it's a bit more than that, mm -hmm. but it's not, you know, it's not a new product where I would go. I've got to have that. Yeah. I, you know, for for any reason. I mean, th this is obviously the pro version. I don't yeah. see how, what you would use it for in a professional setting. Well, knowing Apple, my guess is that because they're yeah. Go on. Sorry. Uh, this is going to be directed towards like early adopters. Yeah. Who you know have loads of money to burn and want to get there first. You know, um, because thirty five hundred dollars. I mean, you could buy three decent PCs for that. You know. Yeah. Well, what I was going to say was, yeah, I can see that, and you know, there's going to be like fans of technology with too much money who'll buy it just to mm -hmm. just to have it and use it, play it with it. Mm -hmm. And I guess, like, I don't, I don't know. I just got the sense that they, same with Meta, they want this to be like a business, mm -hmm. have a business application. But like, I I used to work in the corporate world briefly, and yeah. It was definitely annoying. People would like, oh, put your camera on. Like, we don't need our cameras on, right? Just, just phone me and tell me what the fuck to do. Even better, send me an email. And I will do yeah. it. Yeah, a phone call's fine. I'm not one of those people who doesn't like phone calls. Just phone me. Because you can just sort it out right there and then. Like, you don't need a response. Just phone me and tell me what to do and I'll do it. Mm -hmm. I don't need to, like, talk to you. Yeah. And I don't need to see your face. But the reason that was happening was because, well, my, my, laptop has a camera in it anyway. Mm -hmm. I don't lose anything by turning it on. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, apart from a bit of my soul. Yeah. But, but like, who's going to be like, yeah, let's get the C-suite fitted out with these so we can all be in our own homes, but pretend we're in the board together. Mm -hmm. Like, who cares? Yeah. I mean, that was like the same thing that Meta was trying to do. If you remember those yes. fucking commercials, mm -hmm. you know, you can be like, Xbox One avatars at a conference table with no legs and this will make us work better. I don't know. Yeah. Like, why? Uh, why? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Voice is fine. Yeah. Just, I don't know what you're getting from it. Um, I mean, maybe there are some applications where it'd be useful. Like, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Say, like, you do, like, 3D modeling stuff and you want to share with a coworker or something you're making and you can do that like in a 3d like shared visual space and you yeah. can like move your head around it to see it and stuff that could be fun i guess but you can also just send each other your autocad file or whatever yeah and i can see how not this but a very similar product that's more specialized i think i've seen people use it like 
heart surgeons and things, mm -hmm. where it is a very basic, like, augmented reality where they will just see the stats of the patient, you know, like, mm -hmm. beats per minute, so they don't have to look. look. Mm -hmm. That's okay. really useful. That sounds useful, yeah. But you don't need this for that. No, you could, you know, Google Glass could do that. Mm -hmm. You don't really need, you don't really need it to be smart if you're just doing that, just a literal piece of glass with an inlay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what I want? All the stuff we see in sci-fi movies with like an armband with a computer on it. You want a... I want a Pip-Boy. You want a Pip-Boy? Why? Yeah. You've got a Pip-Boy, but you don't have to have it like surgically attached to your arm. Because it looks cooler to do it like that. To do it like that and have everything in like one tone of green. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if it was giving you like real life feedback, like, yeah, you've got an IQ of 101? What? <laughs> yeah. Charisma of three? What does that even mean? Yeah. I mean, God, people who have, like, um, Apple Watches, they're like, you're too stressed. <laughs> Jesus. Not helpful. Is that what it says? How you don't know... sleep well, thanks. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Your life sucks. How does it know you're stressed and not, like, having sex? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't have one, I don't know. But I know it, like, gives you, like, health stuff. Creepy. Walk more They're steps Definitely today, collecting that and then feeding that to a health insurance provider. Yeah. 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 You know, I think that they do, actually. I think, I want to say yeah, that there are health, health insurers that, like, recommend getting a Fitbit and I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember that thing with the Fitbit in uh, a school district, like, several years ago where they were going to withhold pe uh, teachers' bonuses? Unless they wore a Fitbit and walked like 4,000 steps a week. I don't remember that, but yeah. that's funny. I mean, 4,000 a week, that's like nothing. No, well, uh, whatever. I don't whatever know what it, it is, yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah, can you believe they can do that? Yeah, um, that's crazy. Yeah, in Mexico, I used to know uh, teachers, and when they all got down there, each one, as they came in, it was all the same, like, you're going to be paid whatever, 14,000 pesos a month, well, I don't know what it was, mm -hmm. but then it turns out, actually, we're paying you 13,000 pesos a month and giving you a thousand pesos in Walmart vouchers. Oh, right, yeah. No, I have heard of stuff like that. That should be illegal. Yeah. 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 All right, are we done on yeah, Google Glasses? Or? Google Glasses, yeah. What would you... I, I remember years and years ago, probably like mid-2000s, um, way before Google Glass, I remember... There was a commercial on British TV, and I don't even think it was for the product showing. It was like, mm. it, whoever, like, it was like, Dell, this is how good we are. You can't buy this, but this is how good we are. One yeah, of those. Right. And it was someone with glasses, like, sitting outside, and they were doing an Excel sheet on their glasses. And it was like, it wasn't see-through or anything. It was a little mm. visor that was, like, that big, mm -hmm. like, right in front of their face. And, like, they were doing Excel, and they could see, like, they were doing it like that, I think. And they could see, like, six cells at once mm -hmm. on an Excel spreadsheet. Like, when's that going to be useful? That's not useful, yeah. Yeah. Like, like are you have you been caught in the middle of nowhere, but you really need to finish this Excel sheet? Mm -hmm. And it's not worth busting the laptop out? Yeah. And also, you want to be distracted by the sounds of parks and stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't really get it. Alright. Yeah. Where have um, we go next, then? Yeah, next. Um, Alright, tell me about the 
Reddit API stuff, and they're trying to get an IPO. Oh, right, yes, okay. Ugh, alright. I'll keep it short, you know. No, it's, no, it's no. It's too stressful for you. <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, okay, so uh, Reddit has been, uh, from what I understand, trying to go uh, public for a, a little while, mm -hmm. and there are all sorts of sort of funky valuations with it, where I think they're valuing it or trying to value it at fifteen billion. Mm -hmm. But like a lot of valuations, like what's that based on, really? Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, they've they've been sort of like trying to push and push for that and what's happened is uh, Reddit API which is application personal interface application program interface there got it I'm a tech person <laughs> what it is 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 anytime there's a request on Reddit like an upvote a downvote a mm. comment a like on a post or whatever that's a single API request mm -hmm. and for third-party apps to work or for most of them to work they need the reddit API so if someone builds like a reddit app for a particular phone or, or for whatever they need reddit API mm -hmm. you know the sort of basic building block data um, and reddit have decided to re reprice their API um, which has been historically quite low in the industry, from what I understand. Um, and they've repriced it in such a way that it's going to push all the third-party apps off. And this came to front-page Reddit attention, I think on Thursday. Um, and it's been at the top of Reddit before, the Apollo app, which is a third-party app uh, specifically for iPhone. I think it's about eight years old. Mm. Um, it's a very widely used app, it's used by a lot of moderators and um, developers and things like that. Um, basically the guy who runs that, I think his name is Christian Selig, uh, he was talking to Reddit, they basically announced this in April that they were going to change their API pricing, and their API pricing is obviously intended to push people off, mm -hmm. because it's gone from he... To get, to get the same API information, he would have to pay, instead of tens of thousands of dollars a year, I don't know the exact figure, it's like um, twenty over 20 million a year. Right. Yeah, and he even brought in uh, an example where he uses, I think he's got a different app, I'm not sure, he uses the API from Imgur, mm -hmm. and he's grandfathered into an old um, contract with Imgur, and he... He pays something like $160 for 50 million API requests. Mm -hmm. So it's not a part of the social media industry that has typically charged a lot of money and made money from it. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, ideally, um, third-party developers are actually kind of beneficial. Mm -hmm. You know, and yeah, charge them something, maybe, because you're, it's your data and it mm -hmm. doesn't, it's not free to just, you know, deliver data, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, anyway... This happened, and then, you know, this was quite public, and then what happened was um, uh, Reddit have sort of been under fire from many corners of, of Reddit community, Reddit, Reddit posters, uh, and Reddit posted a big thing, sort of, uh, I think in the mod, the mod subreddit, explaining a bit about 
what they're doing and a bit about the API. And in this big list of what they're doing, it mentions Apollo. And it says that Apollo tried to threaten us. They tried to blackmail us for $10 million mm. in the last call we had, which people knew they were having but weren't privy to. It turns out that Christian Selig, uh, the guy who founded and runs Apollo, uh, it turns out he lives in Canada. And in Canada, uh, recording phone calls is one-party consent. And he recorded the phone call. And he's uploaded it. Mm -hmm. And he did not threaten that. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. He said $10 million would buy Apollo, mm -hmm. and then the problem would be over. He definitely didn't threaten it. Yeah, right. And people rightly say that Reddit, Reddit lied about this. Mm -hmm. um, and people are calling for, well, they're doing a, a blackout, a 48-hour blackout. He said our videos. Lots of them. Our videos aren't doing a 48-hour blackout. Our videos have now said that they're going to turn the sub private indefinitely mm -hmm. until Reddit goes back on this, which they say probably won't happen, and I agree. Mm -hmm. um, so all of this has happened, and then yesterday, um, so we're filming this on Saturday, so Friday, the CEO of Reddit, Steve something, his username is Spez, mm -hmm. uh, he's been CEO since at least 2015, I think, I think eight years. Uh, he did a, an AMA and asked me anything, and at the top of this AMA, as you would suspect, it's all questions about Apollo. Relevant questions, respectful questions. What are you doing with this? Why have you done this? Why have you priced this app out? I love this app. This app helps me. Mm. No responses to any of those. Um, not that it matters, but... Uh, people noted that he responded to something like 14, 15 questions, something like that. And one of the questions, one of his answers started with A, colon. Mm -hmm. Making it look like he'd copied it from a Word document. Right. Do you see what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. D you know, and he, he, you know, just... Uh, and then, I think in the AMA, but at least somewhere else, Spares, the CEO who hasn't otherwise posted in like 10 months on Reddit, it doesn't use Reddit, um, talked about Apollo and said, Apollo will say one thing and then the other, and we don't know what's going on, we don't know if we can work with him, and then he leaked this private call. He didn't leak it, he published it, he mm -hmm. said, I'm publishing it, and it was his legal right to record it. Mm -hmm. And it turns out he was right to do it. Yeah. Because he, they lied about him. Yeah, right. So anyway, like, like I say, the, the Reddit community is, the Reddit community, you know, different communities are pretty pissed off about this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, it genuinely looks like the beginning of the end of Reddit, mm -hmm. or Reddit as it once was. Yeah. So George, George loves Reddit, by the way. Uh-huh. He said it's your favorite social media. Well, it is. Yeah. But, you know, I you never comment, though, right? Well, I don't have an account. Yeah, right, you just read it. I just have the app, and Same. I just read read it and never comment. Yes. I never. I don't have an account, like I say, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but I like it. The reason I like Reddit is because uh, it's the only social media platform I can think of where it's not about individuals. Mm -hmm. Like, some of the best comments I've ever read, I don't know who they, who they are. Mm -hmm. They're not promoting themselves, they're not promoting anything. Mm -hmm. And you can find genuine information, like, you... You have like an old 1976 Peugeot, Lumbo, and you want to know how to fix the gasket. Mm -hmm. You can find that stuff. Like people will talk about it, and 
It's yeah. free and accurate. Yeah. For the most part. I mean, there's lots of bullshit on it, but... Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's genuinely a good tool and I think socially good. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, it's terrible what's happening. But yeah. not surprising. Because they, they've said, you know, the typical <coughs> spiel, typical corporate spiel, we want to work with third-party developers. Mm -hmm. But they don't. They clearly want to get rid of them, merge everything into a single app, push up their value for the IPO. Mm -hmm. I get that, that makes sense, but you're a social media company, you know, the, the user experience and user loyalty is, is really important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nothing on that. No, I was just thinking. Yeah, you were talking about, it's not surprising because this seems to be what a lot of social media companies do you know well again on reddit uh one of the articles writing about now i'll link it um it's from cody doctor doctor o doctor o cody doctor o on wired mm -hmm. um it's actually about tiktok it's from january of this year it's called the inshittification of tiktok mm -hmm. and he or she goes through it goes through what's happening with tiktok and explains mm -hmm. um but i think a I think, you know, for brevity, a better way of explaining uh, the idea of inshittification is if you look at Facebook, Facebook started off as being very usable mm -hmm. uh, and unintrusive. It's definitely like looking behind the scenes at you, but it was easy to use and you could connect with people. Mm -hmm. It was useful for the user. That's stage one. And then stage two, make it useful and profitable for companies advertising on Facebook. Yeah. And they did this by having, you know, good deals on promotion and stuff like that, but also by inflating their video numbers. Mm. So what they did was they said that a view is anything over three seconds. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't help when you're scrolling through Facebook and things autoplay. Mm-hmm. Like, am I going to scroll faster than three seconds? Because if I'm not, that's a view, apparently. Yeah, right. And, you know, companies like College Humor, you know, were sold by Facebook. You know, like, we've got all these great views, like Pivot to Video, and they did. Mm -hmm. But the, the stats were bullshit. They, you know, they got suckered, and I think they shuttered. Suckered and shuttered. But eventually, um, you know, it gets to a point with a lot of these companies... Uh, Cody Doctorow argues, they become locked in. Mm -hmm. So even if it is successful, they become locked in and they start to depend on Facebook for their traffic. So they'll get sort of, you know, coaxed in with, oh, we're getting really good traffic on Facebook. We should, we should start to put money into advertising, not just rely on organic traffic, let's advertise. And then once they get into that, they get good results with advertising. But then as time goes on, those results diminish to the point where they can't get any reach with just organic traffic. Mm -hmm. And you can see the same with Twitter where it used to be you could you could come across widely retweeted single tweets from small accounts and it was like the only tweet that had ever been massively retweeted because it was a funny tweet or whatever. Yeah. And that's harder and harder to see now. It's mostly big accounts you see. Yeah, and especially doesn't help, you know, in the last year or so, however long since Musk took over, the various things that have changed. So phase like, three, sorry. No, just like um, like verified accounts being at the top. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Stuff like that. Um, yeah, it seems way less organic 
Yeah. Phase three is you turn the attention to increasing shareholder profitability, which makes things less good for users and less good for content creators, advertisers, but you've locked them in so it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you then you can start to be like, well, sure, you, you preferred Facebook when it wasn't you know full of shit, but it is now, where are you going to go? Mm-hmm. Everyone's on here, you're already connected. Yeah. And you can see the same pattern with YouTube uh, to a certain extent. YouTube. Daddy Google. <laughs> Daddy Google. Daddy Alphabet. Daddy Alphabet, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can see the same with uh, Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I can't. I can't look on Amazon for. I, w- I will never buy an electronic. Pro- well, I'll never buy anything from Amazon if I can help it. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. But before that, I wouldn't buy an electronic product on Amazon because I wasn't sure what I was getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it never used to be like that. And they could totally stop that if they wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you never really know. Yeah. But Amazon's like one of the few places to go if you want. A shopping cart full of like I want a hard drive yeah. and I also want some nails and I also want a to- some toothpaste and I you know yeah yeah definitely it's just so yeah massive now the amount of stuff that you can get on it and they've secured their um, like distribution line so much that you know it can be profitable to have people order like yeah five completely disparate products and get them to you in like three days you know for free if you have Prime you know. So, yeah, they really locked it down. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I can see the, the connection there, what you're saying. Uh, once you're already, like, stuck in, it's like, you know... Essentially, we're talking about monopolies. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And you, you can argue, for sure, that um, there are enough social media companies where one does not monopolize social media, but they're all doing separate things, mm-hmm. which they are monopolizing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, Reddit... What's the alternative to Reddit? Mm-hmm. Dig. Yeah, I mean, for its particular style. Go back Reddit, over to the Spoonie forums. The one. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah, no, I was just saying that, yeah, Reddit definitely, to me at least, seems, you know, relatively unique in the way it's set up. Um, and what I really like about Reddit, and I wish YouTube did this, is I wish that you could see uh, everyone's comments. Mm-hmm. Um, everything they've ever commented, mm-hmm. because <laughs> one of the reasons I got sort of into Reddit, I would occasionally look at it and stuff, but one of the things I started looking at, and it gave me a right old laugh, was there was a there was a subreddit, or like a weirdo gossip subreddit, um, called Salmon Toki, and Salmon Toki, from what I gather, uh, were uh, a husband and wife, uh, like video game streamer couple. Mm-hmm. I think they might have been Mormons. Right. Okay. They were really young, like twenty or something, and they were, you know, kind of coming up. This probably was like twenty fifteen, something like that. And this this happened before I even even discovered it. Mm. But um, is this interesting? You want yeah. me to talk about this? Yeah. Um. I guess what ha- what happened from what I gather, I mean, people had made like charts and timelines. I think I'd seen a diagram of someone where these people were. What happened was they went to some sort of convention and like uh, they got a bit drunk and then like she got gangbanged mm-hmm. or something. Like not raped, mm-hmm. 
uh, maybe not gangbang, maybe just had sex. But then... Something. Something. But this was obviously like... People were aware of this in the public somehow. Mm -hmm. And they like shut down. They continued streaming and all this, but they like shut down and would not talk about it. Mm -hmm. and, and that just continued this sort of infatuation on this, uh, this subreddit. Mm -hmm. That's not how I found the subreddit. I found the subreddit because I used to watch Boogie. Mm -hmm. You're familiar with him. Yeah. And um, I noticed, you know, not trying to start anything, but I noticed he, he started to kind of act a bit weird. Mm -hmm. And I would occasionally go over to his Twitch live streams and they were very weird. Like mm -hmm. very different from his like, I'm a really nice guy and I've got some knowledge. And mm -hmm. They were very weird and very like, uh, yeah, unpleasant actually. Like unpleasant. Mm. Uh, and uh, how so? Well, he would kind of be a completely different person. Mm. He, he would um, like in his videos, you know. I mean, he he was a really famous YouTuber for a bit. Um, you know, he had like millions of subscribers, and I think he still does. But he, you know, he had a historic problem with his weight. He had like a eating disorder and. He was abused as a kid and went like through quite a traumatic adolescence. And he like talked about it really openly. Mm -hmm. And you know, kind of in a you know kind of very superficial but kind way. Mm -hmm. And um, that was like his whole personality, and that's what people liked. And then you, you go into these like these Twitch streams where he'd be like talking about like cutting people's clitorises off, mm -hmm. and just you know, like as a joke. But it, you know, like what? Mm -hmm. It was a bit weird. Mm -hmm. And other, all sorts of other shit, and uh, yeah, kind of, yeah, kind of losing the plot a bit. And then it came out of nowhere that his, he and his wife were getting divorced. Mm -hmm. And his wife wasn't like part of the channel, but he would mention her and, you know, I, I guess he'd gone on this journey from being like, you know, a fat loser with no friends to being this like celebrated person with a wife and, you know, mm -hmm a house and, you know, a, a life to aspire to. And, you know, it came out of nowhere and again, we didn't get the full story, he didn't want to talk about it, which is fair enough. And that, so I was like, interested, like, what's going on here? Mm. I went on to his Reddit and his Reddit was like, just, just like, vid you know, his videos and people being like, yeah, he boogie. Mm. And then I found this other subreddit called Sam and Toki, where it, it basically, become about Sam and Toki, but they hadn't publicly said anything in years, so now it was about Boogie. Mm -hmm. It was the same sort of thing, and talking about him, and some of it was... You, you would get a lot of people go into it and talk about, um... I was a fan of Boogie for years, and I feel so let down, and I'm really confused, and there'd be posts like that, and people talking, and some of it was, like, just vicious. Mm -hmm. Like, people saying, like, there was like a picture somewhere of his wife and like her cousin or something. Mm -hmm. And people were like, yeah, she's definitely fucking him. You can yeah, tell. Right. Like, you can tell by the body language and stuff. It was kind of like cruelty then, perhaps. Cruelty, yeah. but also like it was cruelty from people who said I was a fan of him. <coughs> mm -hmm. But I don't know if that was always true. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so there was definitely an element. I mean, there were, there were lots of things going on. And the reason I started to go back to it wasn't because of what they were saying about Boogie. Mm -hmm. It was about how like mad they were, mm -hmm. kind of like the Spoonie Reddit. He had a similar thing going on, mm -hmm. where there were like just like ten people posting every day about Spoonie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Why do you care? Yeah. It got interesting, 
But anyway, the only Redditor I remember the name of ever is the guy who ran that sub. He was called Haberdasher A, mm -hmm. right? And he would post all the time in a very reasonable sounding way about like, I used to love Boogie, you know, I've known people like him and he's he's 100% being cheated on by his wife. I'll tell you why, all of this. Mm -hmm. And like ages and ages later, after I got into this, someone posted, uh, ah, yeah, Haberdasher A. I knew I'd seen your name before. Does anybody think that Haberdasher A is a bit too interested in cuckolding? Mm. Right, and it was a screenshot of one of his comments underneath a picture from a year before. And it was a picture of um, a man, a woman, and a gorilla mm. in between them. And Haberdasher A's comment on a completely different part of Reddit was this is a nice picture, but does anyone think that the guy is smiling a bit too much? Like he's fantasizing about this gorilla fucking his wife. Mm -hmm. And it, it just like it just like made so much sense when this was brought up. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, of course, he's obsessed with that idea mm -hmm. of someone fucking someone's wife. Mm -hmm. And he's just projecting it all. Mm -hmm. Like to comment that on a You look at me like I'm an idiot. No, you're fine. I'm also like hearing all that in there. Ooh. Lay down, buddy. It's fine. Okay. Dead <laughs> Comments. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know if I have a whole lot to add. Um, yeah, I mean, I do see Boogie on Twitter here and there still. Mm -hmm. And, um, it seems like Seems like he's doing a lot of, you know, the stuff that he's been doing for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is what? Well, I mean, he still talks about, like, his mental health problems and stuff like that. Okay. Um, and seems pretty open about it, um, which I can respect. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. For sure. Um, yeah, and then, you know, if I look at comments on those, like, you know, it's Twitter. There's always a mix of people just being dicks, you know, like... People saying like, um, oh, now all you do nowadays is whine on social media and beg for money. Um, I mean, you know, whenever I see his post, though, he just is like, you know, I mean, he tries to like uplifting things every now and then, you know, like, you are worth something and I hope everyone's having a good day and meh, you know, people say. Well, I think that part, yeah. part of that is people <coughs> sort of began to see that as cynical. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, because one of the things that happened with him, as I seem to remember, is... You know, he was very open about having weight problems because of PTSD and things like that. Mm. Um, but then he decided to get a gastric bypass. Mm. And loads of people in all of the comments were saying, like, if you've got an eating disorder, a gastric bypass is not going to fix it. Mm. Because, you're, you know, like, it's, I can't remember what it is. It's like 80% of bariatric surgeries fail because people yeah, can't stop eating. They're highly... Yeah, it's ineffective. a mental problem. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, and then... And then, I don't know if it's true, but people felt like the gastric bypass helped him lose weight to a certain point, but then he stopped losing weight, and then he may have felt the need to lie about it. Mm. Right. And yeah, I yeah. guess he had a okay. lot of overweight fans who also struggled. I think I remember you telling me about that. Yeah. yeah. And people felt, felt like kind of betrayed. Or... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, you'll know you're a successful YouTuber where you can get all of your teeth removed and put back in for free. Oh, yeah? yeah, that's what he got done. Really? 
Yeah, he had really bad teeth. Again, mm. it, you know, not being nasty, he did. But he drank Mountain Dew every day. Mm. And yeah, he got his teeth replaced with veneers for free mm. for shouting out the doctor's name. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty good. Shit's expensive. But yeah. Hmm. 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 Mm hmm. Right. You know the guy who was the lead singer for the Pogues? Mm -mm. He's got really nasty teeth, mm -hmm. and his producer got his like paid, like probably in the nineties, probably like loads of money, like thirty grand, to get all his teeth redone. Mm -hmm. And he got his teeth redone, and he got home from hospital. He was a bit of a pisshead. Tripped over a grate and smashed all his teeth in. Oh Jesus! Yeah. yeah. Fun. And then I seem to remember during that interview I saw him on, he had like all these wonky teeth, and he was like, oh, "I can't be bothered." <laughs> That's what I want to be. Yeah. That's how I feel, can't be bothered. Shit's expensive. They wanted like 10 grand for whatever it's supposed to be done for my teeth. So I'm fucking doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know anything else to say about Reddit or... Well, I, I don't know, I mean, you know, the way it's looking, I might stop using Reddit. Yeah. I guess we'll see what happens, you know. Um... Yeah. I mean, I know you use it more than me, but I do pop in sometimes. It's and, um, genuinely useful. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of interesting stuff on there. What about um, Twitter? I know that um, Fidelity, which is an investment group, they have a small cut of Reddit, and um, like like 30 million, like less than 1%. Mm. But they, they have recently reduced their value of their own stock by about 21%. Mm -hmm. So... That's not going in the right direction. They yeah. want an IPO. They reduced their Twitter stock by like 74%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, Twitter stock has not been doing great. I mean, if you want to talk conspiratorial, here. you know, it's all an idea to get rid of these liberal platforms and they want to have a place to go. <laughs> yeah, right. But I don't think that. Yeah. Occam's Razor tells us that Musk is a sausage. That's right. A silly sausage. I, I think that that's the simple solution. He's a sausage. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what there is to say about Twitter. It's a cesspool. I mean... Is it? Yeah. I mean, whenever I'm on, it's like every other post is like just people arguing about like culture war stuff and... Well, weren't you, know. you telling me the other day about um, snuff videos on Twitter? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, there was a report from the BBC that's coming soon that I was reading about saying that there's, um, I want to say that it was a Japanese dude on Twitter who uploads, uh, videos I knew it was either going to be Japanese or German. Videos of women being sexually assaulted. Or maybe on... Austrian. Do you want to tell the story? A Japanese, German, or Austrian dude... <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, go on. Uh, who runs a business having women sexually assaulted on, like, trains and stuff in Asia and has people working for him who do this and record it, and then he sells those videos online, yeah. and you can find them on Twitter. Or you could. Uh, it looks like his account might not be there anymore. Well, can you not find them on Twitter now because he DRM'd them? I DRM'd don't know. them? <laughs> I don't, them? I don't know. Um, I don't, it it I wasn't, that. wasn't like Twitter's like heard of this. He was like, nope, you've got to pay for this content. I think when it came out um, that the BBC was... they're getting. I think they're getting ready to do a special, like a one-hour special about this. And they 
um, worked out his real name from his username. So I'm guessing when that happened, he probably disappeared from Twitter. What was his username? I can't remember. I am not Ian Pierce. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember what it was. But yeah, uh, I mean, there's been a lot of reports about, you know, Twitter under Musk um, becoming much looser with certain kinds of content. So we'll be out soon, dude. He's upset that he's not in a room with us. Yeah. Our dog conqueefed the door. Um, thanks, Reddit. Um, I mean, when you say snuff films then on, on trains, like, is it CCTV or is there like a camera crew yeah, like getting on a train and... It's like people recording with like their phones is what it sounded like. They're not snuff films, just like assault, like women being like grabbed and stuff. Rape films. They're not being... No, no. Just like, just assault, not rape. Let's stop saying people. rape in this, because I want to make sure this gets snuff, snuff people. <laughs> snuff makes people get killed. Snuff is people getting killed. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. No, it's not that. No. Oh. Like, like, women being groped, like teenage girls being groped on trains. And then the person doing it records it, and then they send it to this guy. He said he had, like, I can't remember how many people working for him, who sent him, like, 30 to 100 videos per month. Um, and then he sells them. Uh, so would would people doing this who are filming it, are they doing it for this? Mm -hmm. So they're not just they like... They work for him, they're they employees. They're actually, okay. He describes it as just being like a business, like a, a clever startup business. Yes. Okay, alright, alright. Yeah, and so, where's this happening? Um, so he's from Japan, but I believe it said that most of the videos um, and like employees were in China, I think. I mean, they better hope they're not going to get fucking rumbled. Right. The Chinese government would be like, oh yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the Chinese government would, would love that stuff. They love it. <laughs> oh, it looks like you need some re-education. We have a nice farm you can go to. Yeah. And by nice we mean death. Mm -hmm. Death farm, death farm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We put you on a rocket and blow you up in the sky. Blow you up. <laughs> just put them on a rocket just keep it going. Into the sun. With air playing mm -hmm. on repeat. Mm -hmm. Anyway, okay, so that's that's bonkers. I mean, is he yeah. not worried about... Like, um, sh surely Visa can shut him down or something if he's taking online payments. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember what... Because, uh, like Fucking I said, Visa. the... Um, surely SEAL Team 6 can locate him and blow his head off. I'm sure. Like I said, the special hasn't come out yet. At least when I was reading it a couple days ago, they said it's like a one-hour thing that's going to be coming out on BBC. But it wasn't out yet. It was just, like, early reports of what it is and what's in it so I'm wow sure there's more detail than that i mean i am obviously appalled but that does not seem clever no um sure doesn't no no, mm -mm. no. like a string of little ones like you should do one big one <laughs> one big crime yeah uh-huh just do little teeny tiny crimes yeah oh, well okay it's not as illegal so we've done snuff what's else on the docket <laughs> um next uh, Kenny versus Spenny. We've, I don't know how much left. We have been watching Kenny versus Spenny. Yeah. It's really good. It's a TV show. You can watch bits of it on YouTube. Yeah. Most well, we most... probably watch it like once a year. Yeah. Like the whole thing through. Um, would you like to explain what it is? Yeah, Christina introduced me to Kenny versus Spenny, uh, which uh, was one of the reasons I knew that this was uh, the woman for me, uh, because it is about um, eating boogies. Uh, you know, uh, simulated sex acts, uh, misogyny, yeah, um, uh, so racism. 
So it's two guys, Kenny yeah. Potts and Spencer Rice, who are best friends, they like to say. Um, and it's a sort of reality competition show. It's Canadian. Um, and it's, it's like a, house. it's almost like a, like a, like a reality game show where the competition is different every week. Um, and the motivation. the two guys. And the motivation is because whoever loses a competition will face a humiliation, um, where you will do some, sometimes just silly, funny things, sometimes some vile, disgusting shit. Like a, a, a tame humiliation might be, uh, Spenny has to dress as a baby. And mm -hmm. sit in a crib in public and have a tantrum. Mm -hmm. uh, give us a grosser humiliation then, if you can. A grosser humiliation. Um, I'm going to eat popcorn kernels and poop them out and then pull out the kernels, clean and dry them and make popcorn with it and make Spenny eat it. He doesn't make him eat it though, he tricks him he into tricks eating it. He tricks him into eating it. There's a lot of tricking Spenny in the show. Kenny is kind of like um, a... At least the way he's played. I'm pretty sure it's like their real personalities just cranked up. It's semi-scripted. It's, it's semi-scripted, yeah. Um, Kenny is like a narcissistic, uh, crazy asshole who yeah. will do anything to win. Yeah. And Spenny is kind of a neurotic... Um, well-meaning. Well-meaning. Slightly patronizing. Uh, slightly patronizing. Like upper middle kind class. Of, kind of annoying. Canadian Jew. Yeah. They're both Jews. They're both Jews. Yeah. <laughs> um... Which yeah. is a big part of it, really. It's actually, yeah, there's a number of episodes. In About one part. of them being Jewish. Yeah. 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 Who's the better Jew? Yeah. Who's the better Jew? Um, yeah. yeah, like, what are some of the other competitions they do? What are some of your favorite ones, favorite episodes? Do you think uh, of any off the top of your head? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think my favorite is one of the first you showed me, which was incredibly confusing. Uh, who can pretend to be the other guy better? Yeah, that probably wasn't a good choice for one of the first episodes. No, it was. Okay. It was, it yeah. was. And you can see what it's about doing that, yeah. And um, Spenny kind of pretends to be Kenny, and Kenny just <laughs> tucks his dick between his legs and starts screeching about, like, I want a vagina. Yeah, and um, things and, yeah, and, um, yeah, Kenny pretending, pretending, to, pretending be like, to be Spenny, he's, like, 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 leaving bloody dildos on his bed. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, yeah, uh, just making fun of him directly. Yeah. As he often does. With with the uh, the aim of making Spenny break character. Breaking mm -hmm. character and therefore winning. Mm -hmm. It's it's always... It's, I wouldn't say cruelty is not the point. Mm -hmm. I think cruelty definitely is the point, but it's always got a flavour of... And a trick to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As well. Yeah, pretty much every episode, Kenny either cheats or tricks Spenny. Yeah, which um, sounds boring, but it's it's it's, it's it's quite creative, some of the shit he does. It's yeah. pretty funny. I mean... He convinces Spenny he has AIDS at one yeah, point. Yeah, at one point, yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, to win a... Kenny convinces Spenny that Kenny's mom has died. Yes, convinces, her, uh, convinces him that his mom has died. Um, yeah, um... Who can... Uh, who who can, can win a, wha a rat race? Um... He pretends that he's going to murder Spenny's rat. Yep. And then he gets a capybara. Kidnaps it. And then gets a capybara. And For says, his own this, rat. this is a rat. <laughs> yeah. That's American jungle rat. Yeah. Yeah. There's um, some of the good ones. Uh, who can be tied to a goat the longest? I enjoy that one. Very Pilgore. simple. Pilgore. Yeah. Very simple on Kenny's part. They have a rope attached to their ankle and then attached to a goat, a goat that is going to be just with them all the time. So they put on their, you know, tie the rope around their ankle and then say, go, competition, go. And then Kenny pulls out. He's got like 
15 feet of extra rope. Extra rope, So yeah. Spenny's walking around with this goat like three feet away from him the entire time. Yep. And then Kenny wins by convincing Spenny that he killed the goat and butchered it, his goat, because it'll be easier to carry Because he around. has a butchered goat with him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. it turns out it's he not didn't. the same goat. Yeah. Yeah. So then Spenny gets mad, takes it off, and Kenny wins. A lot of trickery. A lot of trickery and, uh, yeah, psychological bullying. A lot of bullying, yeah. It's pretty offensive. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Just, you know, very offensive. The most uh, offensive episodes aren't on YouTube now. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, most of the episodes you can find for free on Kenny Hotz's YouTube channel. But there are some that are missing, yeah. So we watched that this week, which is why we brought it up. If you're bored, you fancy some, uh, 2000s, uh, filthy reality TV, it's hilarious. Yeah. Hi, Mo. He must um, know that we're getting close to the end here, I think. Check it out. What else have we got? Yeah. Um, you wrote down Boris. Boris. Yeah? Okay. That's all you got? Okay. Boris. Boris. Boris Johnson. You heard about this? You heard about this guy, Boris Johnson? You heard about him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's resigned his MP today. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the Commons Privilege Committee, I think it's called... Uh, showed him a report before they publish it where they looked into allegations that he did not follow proper COVID protocols while he was Prime Minister. Mm -hmm. And basically, he was accused of like having parties in 10 Downing Street. Mm -hmm. uh, and I remember. Yep. Yeah. Oh, you remember? Okay, well, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if you I remember this. during the pandemic when I. It seems like that, 10 yeah. years ago to me. I read that and I was like, God, who cares? Mm -hmm. But anyway, he. Uh, he found out today or yesterday that uh, this was coming out and made him look bad, mm -hmm. really bad. So he came out and said, it's a kangaroo court. Mm -hmm. How dare they? I'm resigning now. Uh, and that's kind of big for someone who was prime minister for that to happen to them. Mm -hmm. You know, in Britain, it's different to America where, you know, your, your president, maybe one term, maybe two, but then that's kind of it. Mm -hmm. In terms of you being directly involved in politics, mm -hmm. you know, Bush, Obama, Clinton, um, peanut guy. <laughs> Climo, shut up! Peanut, you know, uh, Carter, they all kind of went off and did their own thing of like, I'm doing a foundation and I'm doing talks and, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Whereas in Britain, a lot of them will go back to the backbenches and just be an MP for a bit. Mm -hmm. And Tony Blair also made absolutely shitloads of money doing talks and various deals with his not-CIA wife, mm -hmm. according to the go ghostwriter. Oh, God, he's a, God, he's a ghost and he writes to us. Ghostwriter. Ghostwriter. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. I thought that was a, a okay. kind of a big deal. And I wanted to ask you what your impression is of British politics, um... if you have one. I don't have a strong one, no. I mean, it doesn't seem dramatically different from ours. Uh, okay. Except for the occasional fist fights, I guess. Is that in yours or ours? Yours. Oh, yeah? Are you talking about that, that guy who had a bad pork pie got... Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. Fist fights? Are you sure you're not, like, watching, like, the Slovakian parliament or something? It could be. I don't remember. Yeah. Whatever. No, I don't know a whole lot about no? British politics. Just whatever I pick up from you. But do you get... I mean... I'm not asking you about the political process, just what's your impression? Like, do you think it's... How does it come across to you as an American? Does it come across as quaint? Or... Um... Fair? No, or just different. Um... Is it something to aspire to? 
I don't know, I mean, it definitely is odd to me to think of, like, having a house of lords, you know. But, I mean, we do have that, it's just not official. It's called lobbying. Yeah, yeah and as I've pointed out to you, house of lords, I mean, it is bizarre. Like, we're, we're going to internally vote you in, but then you're going to be a lord for life. Mm -hmm. The idea is, is that they don't have to worry about getting re-elected so they can do the right thing. Mm -hmm. All these old farts. But in Britain, yeah, they, they kind of have. Mm -hmm. You know, they they helped get gay marriage through mm -hmm. and all this stuff. and Yeah. But, yeah, it's, I mean, how's that democracy? Yeah, Absolute I mean, lords. I kind of feel the same way about... You know, I mean, it is, you know, it is. It's not, you know, it's not. Mm -hmm. It's not an autocracy. It's just yeah. that's not a complete democracy. Yeah, and they're voted in for life. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. The yes, House of Lords are. I think mm -hmm. unless they change the rules. Yeah. I think there might be different positions now where some of it isn't for life. Yeah. 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 I mean. I guess the closest we have is the Supreme Court were voted in for life. Yeah, I think that's um, wrong. I think that's wrong too, yeah. yeah. Get rid of all that. Jury back. <laughs> Jury back, yeah. yeah. Not guilty. Yeah. I, honestly, um, I don't really 100% mean this, but like, if you, if you have law where you have to interpret it, you haven't written the law properly. Mm. Law should be like a computer. Mm. Like, there's no interpreting this. Mm. Yeah, I get you. Like, why do we have to have a debate about it? This is the law. I know that's... I understand. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I get you. Um, okay. No, Border this. <laughs> nice. I don't know if I have anything to say about... I get the British impression politics. that British politics is a bit more cutthroat than yeah. American politics. You think so? In a different way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I do. Mm -hmm. a, a, a bit more sort of... Uh, I mean, on your own team, cutthroat. Mm. Like here, you know, it's very, you know, Democrats versus Republicans, and yeah, there's internal stuff. But I think, mm -hmm. I think in British politics, it's it's you have no friends. Yeah, I get you. You know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, hmm. Yeah. I mean, there definitely are more. I think there are probably more divisions in American politics than people realize. You know. Um, I mean, not every Republican is an alt-right person, you know, not every Democrat is a, you know, centrist Democrat, like a Clinters or Obama, you know, there are people much further to the left. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a big country, you know, there's a lot of variety, um, uh -huh. but, you know, when you only are kind of really given two options, you know, um, it makes things seem more like binary than they really are, I suspect. Yeah. yeah. So you, you're saying there needs to be a third party? Um, well, what would that there third are, party look like? There are third parties and, yeah, I mean, it just is meaningless, basically. Oh. Yeah. So how would you change that then? Fuck if I know. <laughs> get the money out of politics. Get, yeah, get money know. out of politics would be a big, a big one to help. And I think, you know, possibly not even, I don't know. A third party, you know, we have those, they don't really make a big difference. If we had, like, multiple different parties, maybe there could be a little more balance, you know? I, th I think If it isn't, like, you know, mm -hmm. just so, like, um, so distinct, you know, just two sides. Huh? I think that 
they could do something where it's like, are you going to run for president in November? Okay, 1st of January, you've got to sign up, you've got to announce 1st of January, mm -hmm. and from that point on, until you drop out of the race or win, uh, no public appearances mm. at all. Mm -hmm. You will put written policy out for public consumption, and it will be policy only. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that would be bananas, but no one votes here on policy. Well, no one votes anywhere on policy, probably, yeah. but I remember all the leaflets we got for, like, vote this guy for city councillor or whatever, and it's just like, I have a lot of experience with budgets bigger than the council budget. Mm -hmm. I work for 30 years at a steel mill. Like, what do you, what do you believe? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get you. I mean, having some kind of, um, like, I feel like a set, like, rate of, like, camp campaign finance money that everybody gets and you're limited to, you know, um, which I'm sure a lot of Americans will hate that, like, you know, I should be able to give more money to the candidate I want and the free market will help sort it out, but that's not democracy, you know, whoever has the most money wins, which mm -hmm. is often the case. Yeah. Know? Um, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else to say then before we go? Um... Well, we were going to talk a little bit about Starfield microtransactions, but maybe we could save that for next time. Okay. You think? Sure. Because I probably have a lot to say about that. I'm looking forward to Starfield as well. Okay. Yeah. All right, then. Is there anything else you want to say? No. Yeah. Thanks very much for watching. Uh, see you next time. There'll be a normal video out next about nepotism. Every Sunday we're doing one of these, you know, until one of us dies and the other one it just potters around until they die. Goes off to live in the mountains somewhere. <laughs> if you die, I'll just continue doing this. Yeah. Just an empty chair. Yeah. Yeah, and like a cardboard cutout of like Pamela Anderson or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. A different different woman every week. I'll accept it. Maybe I should do that anyway. It's just gonna end up being you and the dog if anything happened to me. I suppose so. Yeah. Alright. Alright, anyway. Alright. Yeah, see ya next Sunday. Love you! Bye bye! Cheers.